Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, March 17, 2023. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. 2023. What's good, Tim? It's wild. We're, we're, we're like a quarter through 2023 already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're most it's of the, the way through The fiscal quarter. You know what All I mean? The, f- the fiscal year is almost <laughs> done. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. Do you have any new fiscal year resolutions? Fiscal year. Yeah, new fiscal year resolutions. God. <laughs> Get the see, that, numbers up. That's a blessing show. You should do a, a thing about Ubisoft having oh my, new oh, fiscal yeah. year Ooh, resolutions. That's, that's a great idea. Yeah, holy cow. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing really, really good. A little bittersweet this morning uh, because today marks the penultimate release, the penultimate episode of Ash's Pokemon Adventure. Wow. Next week is the final the final episode of Ash and Pikachu. Do you think they kill him off? I think it's going to be very violent. I think he's finally going to see the ho again, and it's going to come it's down with his coming beak directly and at just him. fucking getting right through the fucking throat. And he's going to think it's over. The beak's going to go through Ash's throat, right from the front all the way through the back. You're going to be like, oh, my God, Ash is dead. And then ho opening its beak. Jesus. Lower than you'd expect. Them. You've been watching it's a lot of the Resident Evil 4 reviews. Holy, oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, next Jesus week's about to, be, about to be wild. I'm about to be very emotional. And I'm joining you on Games Daily, just yeah. like I am right now. And you better fucking believe that before the show, I'm going to watch that episode and then talk about my feelings on this show. Will there be tears? Probably. Are you going to cry along with me? I hope so, because that's Hell the type yeah. of best friends you are. Hell, yeah. Right? That's so exciting. That's really exciting. I'll say uh, today is kind of bittersweet for me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, it's been review season. I've been playing games, it feels like, nonstop for the last three months. Forever. The last forever, honestly. And upon finishing the Resident Evil 4 review, I looked at the calendar, and I'm like, there's a a lull. There's a calm. Of course, like, there's going to be games coming out, like, later in April. But right now, I don't really have as much to play on the review side now you can rest now i can finally i feel like you thanos rest. resting on the planet like i'm gonna become a farmer now, now <laughs> wait while for you're, thor to cut my neck off here's i have some advice for you i've been telling you this i've been pitching it over and over and over mm-hmm. when you're out on your farm cooking your weird little soup yeah all right guess what you could bring with you obviously your steam deck i know i know mm, i know uh, steam deck. you could also bring your nintendo switch and you know what you could play What's that? Metroid Fusion, baby. Oh, yeah, you have four been selling hours, Metroid man, Just four hours in, out. You can have a great that's, time. That's not a bad a idea. A nice little, like, palate cleanser after Metroid Prime. Yeah. Do you need your palate cleansed after that? No. Yeah. But it's not too much of a good thing. It's the right amount of a great thing. I've been considering that. I've been considering Dead Space as well, because I missed out on Dead Space um, in, when it came, out, came around in January. But, yeah, if you guys have suggestions, throw them at me. You know, I'm looking for a, uh, for a game to play in the meantime. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to go back to FIFA. And I don't want to go back to FIFA. I tried Psychonauts. It didn't stick. Try harder. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Try harder with Psychonauts. Real quick, back on the, the Pokemon tip for a second. Barrett, I sent uh, a link at the top of the dock here. Um, that I'd like to to bring up real quick because Japan goes hard. It's Tim's when it fan comes art to the, of the support. Ash's neck being fucking ripped apart <laughs> yeah, by the beak video of Polo. Footage of that. Uh, <laughs> but in in Japan, when uh, when Ash won the the championship against Leon, they actually played that um, at Shibuya Crossing, mm-hmm. which is 
super damn cool. I love that. Like, uh, in front of everybody. And now hyping up his final appearance uh, in the, the subways. What's up? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, what the American equivalent to that would be. And it would basically be if <laughs> at Times Square they premiered the episode of SpongeBob where he finally gets his driver's license. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is his voting's it, license, I guess. Can, can you go back to the beginning of the clip? Because, good Lord, I freaking love it. In the subway uh, tunnels, it's like this epic video wall that goes That's through, so and it's like all of the different intros playing at once, and then it's to the uh, original Japanese theme song, uh, and they they go through all of Ash and Pikachu's greatest moments, and like it ends with just like uh, it's so epic, it's so fucking cool, and I really miss Japan. I wish I was in Japan, but alas, we have one more week with our boys Ash and Pikachu, and I'm very excited to see how that journey ends. Will we see Ho Oh again? You better fucking believe it, everybody. We got you. Those are the jams, everybody. Let's I didn't go. want to play too much of it. It's so good. Uh, today's stories include Resident Evil 4 reviews, a new Persona game, and more. Because, of course, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday we come at you live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames with all of the video game news that you need to know. If you can't watch live, that's totally cool. You can watch later on YouTube or roosterteeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Games Daily, and we'll be right there for you every couple months uh people start reporting there's some issues with podcasts not showing up on different podcast services i don't know why this happens but it does like clockwork and what you need to do to solve it is unsubscribe and then resubscribe to the feed and then things should be popping up for you on pocket cast or google play or apple podcast spotify wherever you're listening if you can do me a favor unsubscribe resubscribe but if you haven't been subscribed before guess what now's a great time to do it you might just fix an issue i had with a podcast that i listened to I think I've had that exact same issue on Pocket Cast, and I'm like, why can't I listen to new episodes of my yep, favorite podcast? That's it. That's it. Very stupid. But, hey, there's a solution for everybody. You know what another solution is? Putting money in our pockets, okay? Patreon.com slash kind of you funny is where you want to go for that. Uh, <laughs> and you can get the show ad-free and a whole bevy of bonus content, including the shit list and kind of feudy. Yesterday's kind of feudy was absolutely incredible. Some would say that there's a champion that's on a reign of terror, you know, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Is it Roger Picorni, the lock, the lord the lock. of the ring, the maniac? I don't know. You'll have to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to find out. Uh, but if you don't have a buck to toss our way, that's totally cool. If you're out on the Epic Game Store and you're buying them video games, guess what? If you use our Epic creator code, kind of funny, at no extra cost to you, money's going in our pockets. And you know what, bless? I like the money in my pocket. I okay? love the money in my pocket. We love you guys. Thanks so much. And I also, you know, speaking of Patreon, can I give mm-hmm. a little tease? A little tease. Oh, tease away. List? Tease away. Today's shit list is going to be the 10 best games that revived a series. Oh, so noodle that on that, shit. Tim. Good list. Noodle on, noodle who, on that. Who wrote it? Uh, the Gamer. Okay. <laughs> the hey, Gamer. 50 oh, 50, no. everybody. Yep, let's go. 50 50. Um, let's see. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Uh, today we're brought to you by Honey, but we'll tell you about that later. Um, a little housekeeping for you. A lot of cool ass stuff is about to go down. Right now, our Resident Evil 4 review is up as a games cast. We have Brittany Bromrocker. Uh, Brombacher. I keep saying this wrong. Uh, Brittany Brombacher uh, from What's Good Games, one of the biggest Resident Evil fans I know, uh, joined us to talk about her thoughts on RE4. Bless was our lead reviewer, giving his thoughts. You should go check that out. And then really quick for that, uh, we recorded that before we fully brought the soundboard back. So we do know that the audio quality for that episode isn't the best, but it was what we were able to deliver at the time. So apologies for that. Apologies, and we appreciate your patience. Um, this Monday, 
Kind of Funny Game Showcase returns as a seven-hour stream featuring 14 games. Come hang out all day long on Twitch and YouTube starting at 10 a.m. There'll be no games daily, no other uh, content. It is just from 10 to 5, all of us live here in the spare bedroom uh, with 14 different indie games that look awesome. We're going to have devs coming through. It's going to be a whole party. Honestly, I don't know what special guests we're going to have. It's We're literally just kind of having an, an open invite to our homies to come through and see what's up. Uh, but we know the games, and they're freaking awesome. So come hang out. Come check that out all day live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. How do you feel about that, Bless? I'm so excited. I'm not, I'm, I've only glanced at the set list we got, but the games that I've seen there look pretty cool so far. Real good. Yeah. There, there's a couple I'm particularly extremely excited about. Um, and for weeks now, Andy has carried Mike and Nick through the lands between in their seamless co-op Elden Ring playthrough. You can join them today as Andy puts his sanity and possibly his health on the line as they try to play all day long with your help during their Elden Ring mini marathon stream. So after Games Daily, they're going to start playing Elden Ring at around 11 a.m. Pacific, and they could go all the way to 5 p.m. with your support, doing an extra long stream today. Pretty cool. Let's go. Pretty cool. <sighs> but enough about all of that. We have video game news to talk about, everybody. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A baker's dozen. Story number one. Resident Evil 4 remake review roundup. Currently sitting at a medic critic of 93 and wow. an open critic of 92. Wow. The game is doing pretty well. What a year for remakes. Uh, Tristan uh, Oglevy right? Ogilvy. Ogilvy uh, at IGN uh, gave it a 10 out of 10, saying whether you're a fan of the original or a newcomer with a hankering for some action-heavy horror of the highest quality, Resident Evil 4 is like a parasite-riddled Spaniard. A total no-brainer. <laughs> okay. Wow, all right. <laughs> uh, went in a different direction, but that's fine. Uh, its combat is friction-free, but no less stress-inducing thanks to a ferocious cast of creatures its story rapidly shuttles through a series of action scenes that are diverse in structure but uniformly unwavering in intensity and its world is rich in detail and full of fun and often snarling surprises its improvements over the original are too numerous to list from simple quality of life changes to completely overhauled boss fight mechanics and with the exception of the disappointingly diminished personality of the merchants the team at capcom has barely put a foot wrong blake hester at game informer gives it a 9.5 out of 10 the RE4 remake is about everything I could have wanted, but importantly, it doesn't overwrite its predecessor. If anything, this new version reinforces why the original RE4 is a game people should still seek out, play, or at least watch and learn about. But as a love letter to one of the greatest games of all time, as a new historical artifact that reinforces why the source material was so landmark in the first place, this new trek through the Spanish countryside is as good as it gets and makes a great game that much better. Rich Stanton at PC Gamer gives it an 80 out of 100, saying RE4 reinvented third-person action, and ever since it came out, I've been waiting for another game to blow the bloody doors off in the way that it did. But this is not the heir to Resident Evil 4 so much as a tribute. Uh, RE4 Remake is merely a great third-person action game that sadly takes too much inspiration from what followed rather than what started it all in the first place. Uh, and I saw GameSpot also gave it a 10 out of 10. So, wowzers, everybody. Oh, yeah. Sweat. What did you give it? I gave it a four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. And it had a great score. A great score. Yeah, I had, I had such a, a lovely time with this game, of course. Like you mentioned, you can go to the Gamescast, listen to our review. But it's it, it's funny, when you came to me for this review, I was a bit nervous because I was like, I don't know if I am the, like, the right person for it, right? Just for the fact that RE4 was a game that 
I never played all the way through the original, right? Like it's one that I've had my beast with here and there, but as the newer are the newer Resident Evil games have been coming out, I've been getting more and more into Resident Evil. Um, but it's been the fun thing of playing through all the way for the first time, having such a lovely time, but then knowing that the people who played the original RE4 are going to have such a blast with it. Like, I can't wait for you, Tim, to yeah. check out Resident Evil 4 Remake because it is the thing of, if this was a remake of a game that I fucking adored, right? Like, out in the PS2 era and I was re-experiencing it in this way, oh my God, it will blow my mind, right? Because it is taking all the graphical fidelity uh, that you've seen out of games like RE2, RE3, RE Village, all that stuff. You're bringing it forward to the PS5. You are smoothing out a lot of the mechanics, right? You're adding a quicker weapon switch uh, system. You're letting people move while aiming. You are bringing everything up to modern standards. Um, but then also you're taking liberties and finding ways to make the uh, the gameplay stand out a bit more, the, uh, the shifting the narrative in certain ways. Like, again, I think for me, I would have wished they did that even a little bit more. But even for what we got, I thought they did a really good job with it. And, yeah, I can't wait for people to get their hands on it. Yeah, I'm I'm so so excited to to play this one because RE4 has always by default been the the one that I would say is the best one. Like it definitely, it, I mean, it's such an amazing game and it, it was transformative for what it did, not just for Resident Evil, but for third for, person, like what yeah. we think of, like games like uh, Uncharted and uh, Last of Us owe a lot to Resident Evil Four. But um, I, despite that, despite the quality of the game, I was always like, I wish that Resident Evil one and two played more like this because i'm more into that city vibe i'm more into the zombies and all of that and my wish kind of came true in 2019 yeah. with the the remakes and taking that idea and applying that level of quality of remake to four i'm just i can't put that together in my mind like despite me not being as big a fan of the location and uh, um like just kind of the, the 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 plague as opposed to the the zombies um i can't fully wrap my head around what we're about to experience with this of what i know uh resident evil 4 to be but with mm -hmm. the quality of what i expect from a capcom remake in the re engine at this point and hearing everything you're saying i'm just like damn and plus these reviews i'm like this is about to be an incredible experience that i am excited to experience as somebody that has played resident evil before or, or 4 before but to be clear it re4 is not a game i'm not like brian altano that has played it 20 times mm -hmm. like i played through re4 probably one and a half times and that half being like starting being like i'm gonna do it again playing the first hour mm -hmm. a couple times <laughs> you know what i mean um but i i was happy to have brit on uh games cast as well because she has the uh perspective of a hardcore resident evil fan and what i really liked about what she was saying is that four similarly was not her favorite but now it is her second favorite resident evil game mm -hmm. this one this version like that's really damn great yeah, like the, the the quality is there. One of the things that I, I wanted to mention that I think I forgot to mention yesterday was, and I know this is a thing that I think the original RE4 even brought to the table, but how dynamic it is with combat, where it is you have so many villagers coming at you, and it is I'm gonna I'm gonna shotgun these guys leg this guy's legs to bring him down. I'm gonna like get this guy with a with a headshot to stun him for a little bit while I, I like focus over here on these guys. Like the amount of reaction and reactivity you get with. Um, especially when you take down, take either out or down an enemy and they start like shaking a little bit and you're like, oh, that person's about to transform. And so I got to like, I got to focus in on them as you have like other people that might be taken away Ashley or something. It's so engaging in the, in the combat. And that's a thing that I felt was very special to this, this experience that I know was 
there for the most part in the original Resident Evil. But I think that's a testament to even how good a lot of those elements were in the original game that came out and how well they still stand the test of time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michael Restive D'Angelo writes in and says, hello, BFs forever and ever. Well, the early reviews of RE4 Remake are out and they're stellar. Not unexpected with their previous efforts, but where does Capcom go from here? Is the remake the dunch? Well, finally dry, or do you think they still have room to crank out a remake of Code Veronica, RE5, or if they're feeling frisky, Dino Crisis? Is it time to completely focus on new things like RE9, DMC6, Monster Hunter World 2? Do we make another crappy movie adaptation by Paul W. Anderson? What's next for Capcom? Uh, love y'all and hope y'all looking forward to pairing El Gigante with a kitchen knife. RE, Stiv. There we go. There it is. So. A lot of options for them. Uh, yeah. We talked about this a bit on the Gamescast, and uh, Britt reminded me of the existence of Resident Evil Zero, which, are you familiar with Resident Evil Zero? You, you put me on a little bit yesterday when you were talking about it. For those that don't know, uh, Resident Evil Zero is a core canon entry in Resident Evil, and it came out on GameCube. Uh, during that era, Capcom went exclusively with GameCube for the new releases, at least, and that's when RE4 first came exclusive on a Nintendo console, which was pretty wild. There was also the remake of Resident Evil 1, which was incredible. And uh, to this day, one of the best remakes ever made. Um, and it stands up where that remake was remastered for uh, HD consoles. And it's it just works. It's just fantastic. Um, but then eventually they got their own core game that, that stayed exclusive, which was Resident Evil 0, at least during that generation. Um, so zero and one have a lot of overlap in terms of location and in terms of like story beats and some of the characters. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get a remake of zero and one kind of together in some form. Um, I, I would love that. I, I think that seeing a RE engine remake of the Spencer mansion would be incredible. And I think it's something that people like you have missed out on because your RE journey really started with the, the second, RE2 with remake. RE2 Remake, yeah. which does feel like a new arm of Capcom's Resident Evil titles. And I do think that you're being robbed of an amazing experience where, yeah, you could play the remastered remake of one now. Mm. Uh, and it, it's great. Like, it honestly, I would up. consider it. It's, right? it's, it is like, you're selling me on good. it. It's very good. But it's not... I feel like there's they're, they're, they could do a lot more, especially if they added some of the Zero yeah. stuff. I think there's a there's a renaissance with a capital RE at the beginning, mm -hmm. right? Where the new slash modern RE games have put them on another level. I think it is with, with the RE engine, right? And with where we're at with, um, you know, them coming through uh, toward the latter half of the PS4 generation and now being in the PS5 generation. I think you do have another opportunity to usher in RE1 and RE0 into this current this current like um, series of iterations of RE in a way that makes it feel like it's not an unnecessary thing because people would say the same thing about RE4 as well where you know when they went before it was even announced right when we would just speculate a big conversation topic we would have is like is an RE4 remake necessary and necessary I, I, I think is an arguable thing but having RE4 remake come out and now get these you know critical reviews me playing and being like yo I fucking love this and all this stuff I think that at the very least makes it a thing that is no, this is worth doing. Yeah. And I think you could I think you can have that conversation about RE1 remake, right? Is it necessary? Who knows? Is it worth doing? Possibly, probably. I I, I think for me it would be worth doing because that would be the thing that would prompt me to actually show up for it. The amount of things you don't know about Resident Evil just because you haven't played one. Mm. I don't want to get into the details because I don't want to spoil anything for. I heard Albert Wesker from Marvel vs. Capcom is in it. I, he is, and the fact that you are not really familiar with him is pretty 
wild in the the scheme of Resident Evil, but I think that that is a, a very important point for Capcom to they know they yeah. know. Um, so I, I expect that an RE one remake is not out of the realm of possibility. Code Veronica, I think we're starting to get a little further out of that. Is hey, they, I never thought we'd get RE three. I never thought we'd get four, but here we are. So we could. Um, I definitively think we will never get five or six though. I think mm -hmm. that if we ended up getting it, it'd be a new. To, like, like they just go a different direction like in re, like take the idea of remake to the full extent and be like we're not we're barely remaking these like reboot. new video games like yeah. an re5 reboot reboot essentially oh yeah. that would actually be pretty cool though it would that would be would. really cool um i mean do you think in their naming scheme right they don't call they don't call it remake in the title for these no. new games they just straight up call it resident evil 4 is there a chance we get a resident evil 5 that's just called resident evil 5 and it's a fucking different game than the original RE5. I, I think there's a chance. I think it's not the most likely thing because they have already created such a drastically different format for their new titles with 7 and 8. And I imagine, I think it's more likely we'll get Resident Evil 9 in the style of 7 and 8 than we will a Resident Evil 5 yeah. <laughs> that is an, a new game in the remake style. But I mean, hey, that'd be really interesting. I Omega Buster says RE Remix. With Ooh. IX like nine. Oh. Wait, well, wait, where are we taking this? Like, what if they combine the two, the remakes <laughs> and the new games, and we go back to the Spencer Spencer Mansion? Maybe, I don't know. They, they, we're getting a little complicated. Not, yeah, now you're getting crazy. But guess what? That's Resident Evil, baby. Yeah. Taking things back from the dead. But, like, you're talking about new stuff, though, right? Like, uh, Michael in the question mentions things like DMC6, Monster Hunter World 2. I think, obviously, those are all on, on the table. And those are the things that I... Capcom, modern Capcom is on such a roll. Like, I can't believe we've gotten an era with Capcom where we are getting, we were, where we have gotten Monster Hunter World and the last Devil May Cry game and what Resident Evil has been. And the next Street Fighter game looks incredible. Like, I want more of that. I think revisiting Donald Crisis would be really fun. I, I, I think the IP name compared to the other IP names might be the thing that would keep them from doing because I don't know if Donald Crisis in terms of sales and hit potential is on the level of RE, DMC, Monster Hunter World, etc. But Modern Capcom, I, I feel like they could take it there. I feel like if they come back to Dino Crisis, make a really good Dino oh, yeah. Crisis, you might be able to put on a map where you're able to treat it like a, a Devil May Cry or your other a, a bigger IP. Especially when you have like Exoprimal that you're putting out there that it seems like people are, are, are liking from what I can uh, gather on Twitter. Like I think that's something like that's an option if you want to revisit. I, I mean, I feel like we're starting to get toward the right timing for a new devil may cry oh my devil may god cry five DMC. feels like it was too long ago at we need point. a six we need it and i i feel like yeah we're overdue for it. It, it devil may cry is an interesting franchise where they they tend to at least for the last couple iterations have a couple year break it's not like even close to an annualized franchise and it, it's very much a we could get a dmc6 or never again so anytime they announce one i always really kind of appreciate it and take it and be like you know what I'm going to hold on to this one because I remember even being surprised that DMC3 was announced after the travesty that was too. Um, and then after that, when they announced 4, I was like, oh shit, okay, they're still doing this. And then yeah. 5, I lost my mind for, and it was so good. 5 was such a great game. So uh, I'm hopeful for 6. But yeah, we're talking about different teams here too. So I for do sure. think um, in terms of the, the remake team, um, I think that they can make something real special out of Dino Crisis. My personal heart would be with Animusha. I think mm -hmm. that uh, ship has sailed, unfortunately. Like them dabbling with uh, re-releasing Animusha 1 um, a couple years back. Not only did it not light the world on fire, like I don't even know if the match turned on for a second. Like mm -hmm. it was it was just real, like eh, eh, no one yeah. cared except me. So 
Marvel vs. Capcom is another one I'll throw out there. Obviously, we're in Street Fighter mode right now, so I imagine a new Marvel vs. Capcom is probably a little ways off, but we we need an, another one of those. The last yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Infinite, I believe it was, it was called. Yeah. Similar thing where like the match barely turned on, right? Right? Like I feel like I that. No, that was all, that was that was a different situation where yeah. not only did it not turn on, people like were bringing out the fire extinguisher. Yeah, like, <laughs> like where's Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find our boy, and he wasn't in there. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I for you, this, this money who's tuned into what the Marvel situation is, right? Like I know Marvel's Capcom Infinite struggled with not having the X Men as present in uh, in that game, and with the history of Marvel's Capcom, X Men are a vital part of that series if we get a new new mvc would you expect x-men to be in there now with yes. where they're at yes they definitely expect x-men would it be like the x-men everyone want and like would gamut come back and like everyone's favorites from mvc2 probably not like no. that's i think that when you look at the mvc are games, we getting the mcu kamal khan is that what we're getting is the x-men I mean, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> cool. uh but i mean really i do think that uh it would be a more modern take and we would get character i mean it, i still think that it would be more representative of the mcu with a couple deep cuts uh, as opposed to how it was in mvc two days or mvc one days where like the mainstream didn't know 90 percent of these marvel characters so you're seeing shit and like i, I remember playing marvel vs. capcom and not knowing if characters were capcom or marvel yeah you know i'm just like bb hood i'm like i don't know who the fuck you are what's going on this, what's this, your story this is mega man fellow <laughs> does, does he know professor x I, I Mega knew Mega Man. Man. Oh, okay. Come on. You know, come I was on. making sure. Come on. What's up with Mega Man, actually? What what is last, that, what's that boy up to? What was the last Mega Man game that came out? Because I feel like that's an option. Mega Man 11? Right? God, are they trying to catch up with Final Fantasy? <laughs> 11? God damn. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was 2018. Yeah, put out a new Mega Man. There you go. I fixed it. He fixed it, everybody. <laughs> I fixed it. Congratulations. <laughs> um, you know what? You can fix our wallets by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny. But if you can't do that, guess what? Here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds, you see the fun little dancing guy. Honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones. And then you just watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. That's the best part. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your phone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, you save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive. 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Story number two. Persona 5's getting a new spinoff game. This comes from George Yang at IGN. You did it, Barrett. Publisher Perfect World and developer Black Wings have announced Persona 5, the Phantom X for iOS and Android. Oh. A free-to-play game with in-app purchases. What? We didn't do it, Barrett. <laughs> we didn't uh, do it, Barrett. Playtest for the new Persona 5 spinoff will start on March 29th in China. The Phantom X's style and gameplay is exactly the same as in Persona 5, but the game's user experience will be tailored for mobile gamers. Atlas is supervising the game's development. Persona 5 The Phantom X follows a new group of phantom thieves and focuses on the theme of desire. Like in Persona 5, the protagonists in Phantom X can participate in classes during the school day and do activities like watching movies and playing baseball. After school, the new Phantom Thieves can infiltrate the metaverse and the accompanying palaces. No, metaverse is a thing in Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. They, they it's, got it right. It's it's like it's not you know fucking Mark Zuckerberg and mm-hmm. the Tim Sweeney out here trying to make the big bucks by you know mm-hmm. making people turn into whatever you got to tell yourself. Blake. No, it's 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 the subconscious of the people, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's our biggest fears and desires, and you know the things that corrupt us. They create like an alternate reality. They corrupt us. The microtransactions. Oh god. Oh no. Uh, a brand oh, new no. gameplay trailer was released featuring <laughs> Lin's song Life Will Change from Persona 5, uh designed by Alice's uh Shigenori Sojima. Uh the protagonist wields a singular pistol in battle and is currently unnamed Persona wields two shotguns with hook grooves at the ends. There are also what appears to be two female phantom thieves, one wielding a crossbow and the other a rifle. Uh, whereas Persona 5's mascot was the black cat Morgana, uh, Phantom X's animal mascot's an owl who wields dual tonfas and it, as its weapon of choice. Uh, there are also familiar characters such as Igor, as well as what looks to be a brand new attendant in the Velvet Room. God. I love talking about games that I don't know. Oh, yeah? Because you just read this shit. And it's like, whatever you read about Destiny, it's like just like a bunch of gobbledygook. And here we are with the it's, Phantom Thieves freaking Red Palace or whatever, the Velvet Room. It's, it's so right. funny because, like, you're reading through this, right? Me and Bird are like, uh-huh. 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 This all sounds... And, like, I, I, it doesn't even register to me how fucking crazy this all sounds to somebody who doesn't know what the what who Morgana and, like, why an owl would de- would wield dual tompas. I'm just... I'm really impressed that uh, I've said the Phantom X, Persona Phantom X, like, mm. ten times. And neither of you have been like it's actually Phantom Cross. Okay, you know, no, yeah. Persona is not one of those. I ones. know, and I appreciate. Yeah, it. I appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah. Shout out to you, Persona. You did something great. Um, We're at Square Enix. No release date's been announced for the Persona Five Phantom X yet. Jokes aside, this looks good. Like I, I it bums me out that it's on on mobile, but like for a mobile game, I think it looks really cool. It looks just like Persona Five Royal with new characters, new story, and. Like, honestly, watching the trailer, I'm like, I kind of want to play this. I mean, the idea of microtransactions bums me out because I'm like, all right, how's that going to come into play? But I don't know. Like, I think it looks it, it looks cool, right? It looks like what I'd want out of a spinoff uh, Persona game, especially if you want to put it on mobile. But, like, Barry, for you, I know you, you saw this last night. You dropped it in the Slack. What was your immediate reaction to this? 
I was impressed at how good it looked for a mobile game. Of even just like visual quality and stuff, and, and keeping the art style and like almost the same fidelity of Persona Five. Um, yeah, and it looks just like kind of like much bigger than uh, what I would expect out of a mobile game. When I when I saw it pop up on my feed of Persona Five mobile game, I was like, Yeah, all right, it's like some like match three fucking whatever. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed by how it looked. The the kind of downside, yeah, is the it's developed by like a well known like gotcha developer. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of a wait and see like if it's hey if you can play it without really getting into that side of this uh of, of the game and you know just play it and have a fun time with a fun little probably non-canon spin-off story like yeah i'm 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 cool i'd, I'd you know play around with that see how it uh, runs and stuff on uh, my phone yeah i want to i want to spoil the question a little bit cuz i cuz i, I want to talk about how they would possibly Michael transaction this thing. Uh, like, Jakey Oz writes in with a question about it, right? They say, hey, KFG crew, so a couple of trailers dropped for the new Persona 5 spinoff mobile game, and it actually looks pretty dope, although it seems it'll only be available in China for the time being. This whole thing dropping out of seemingly nowhere leaves me with so many questions, but I'll limit myself to two. Do you think this will eventually make its way to the U.S.? Furthermore, the game is free to play with supposed in-game microtransactions. Uh, how do you implement microtransactions into a Persona game? Maybe you spend real money to unlock better Personas. Based on the gameplay trailer, this seems as though it will be a fully fleshed out Persona game. So I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, especially Blessings and Barrett's. Thank you. And that's the thing that I'm curious about, but also that's the thing that yeah, I'm most concerned about is, is it going to be a thing where I can roll for Personas or roll for... Um, moves right like because that's a, that's a, that in 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 the velvet room tim mm -hmm. right you go there you talk to your guy igor usually igor has an assistant or two that'll help him out and don't tell me about igor's assistant in the velvet room but <laughs> i don't want to know no it's all good it's all good <laughs> he has twins <laughs> um but like he, <laughs> you go to the velvet room uh they'll fucking like chop off the head of, of two personas to fuse it into one bigger persona okay. right sometimes you can combine you items become to make, one Mm -hmm. to become one you can <laughs> you can combine items to create new items right there's a lot there's a lot of elements of oh yeah i'm gonna combine shit or like remix shit to create other shit right or you can like lock up a persona then over time like see what like nine months right <laughs> jesus christ not yeah and then over time see what is produced mm -hmm. yeah but i think there's there's opportunity there to to slide in um randomization and then like maybe make that a thing of hey if you want to improve your chances of getting this persona or improve your chances of rolling for this move right to maybe make your ideal persona i think that's where you can slide that stuff in there yeah. the only thing Ugh, is that unfortunate yeah the only thing though is that like that's a little bit deep right like i feel like when by the time you're engaging a lot with especially like moves and stuff you are you are into it right like combining personas is one thing like everybody's going to do that at yeah. some point but i would even think that if you're going to monetize you would find a way to do it more service level i wonder if it's a thing where you're speeding up social links or um that's what it level. is i i imagine so uh, a lot of mobile games that do similar things like this like pokemon masters does stuff like this and uh the final fantasy 7 game that looks incredible that's like re uh, uh, final fantasy 7's other remake like going through the entire story of the compilation of final fantasy 7 stuff on mobile um uh that is still not out but it, they've been like releasing i think there was a beta for it and stuff the way those things work is the the microtransactions kind of just speed up your leveling yeah so and mm. the, the the base game mm. is real slow it's like they're trying to it's the equivalent of like playing an old pokemon game where it's like you have to train every whoever's your first pokemon is the only one getting experience versus playing scarlet and violet where it's just like any Pokemon you've ever even fucking seen is leveling up if you if yeah. you battle. You know what I mean? It's like that type of difference. Like 
that's how they get the money because they know that that's the type of stuff that we're going to be like i just want to go faster i want to keep moving through this so now hear me it's, out it's predatory it's bad barrett hear me out all right you are trying to level up all your different attributes you're trying to get your knowledge up right you're trying to get up your charm do all that stuff what if you just hand over a crisp ten dollar bill and that charm goes up faster barrett doesn't that sound great no doesn't that sound great no doesn't that sound six. <laughs> <laughs> well when do we when do we because i've been so like the the wait for persona six right like i the the way i've been looking at it in my mind is you know every persona game feels like there is a hey we there's a whole world out here with multiple different products associated with it right with persona 4 we got Persona 4 Arena. We got the Persona 4 dancing game. We got Persona Q, I think, on the on the uh, uh, DS. Um, and there's usually a bunch of games associated with each Persona entry, similar to like what Final Fantasy would do every now mm-hmm. and then, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Here's a franchise that is Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Persona 5, right? We've gotten Persona 5 Strikers. Um, we've gotten the Persona 5 dancing game. We have now the Persona 5 mobile game. And I guess this is another question for, for Barrett. Is there anything left? Is there any? Is it time? Like, are, are, by the, by next year, are we getting an, an announcement for Persona Six, and we're like yeah. gearing up for that? Do we get a uh, Persona Five racing game? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what the end is for Persona Five. You don't think there? Do you think we we get a fighting game? Do you think there's an Arena Ultimax for Persona Five? Uh, maybe. Like, I, I, they could milk it for a long time before they get to Persona Six. They know how popular persona 5 was compared to the rest of the series and i think that they can you know capitalize on that as much as they want um and i think a lot of people would uh would eat it up personally i would i i'm ready to move on but mm. yeah i don't know fair enough persona 6 i wish i could transition here because it's so far away but you know what it's time for story number three everybody what else is far away starfield yeah it is starfield gets a restricted rating in australia uh, this comes from Luis over at IGN. Bethesda's upcoming RPG Starfields received a restricted rating due to its depiction of interactive drug use. The Australian Classification Board has announced it's Australia's strongest classification, meaning sales of Bethesda's new RPG will be restricted to adults over 18 in Australia. Violence was classified as having a strong impact, while nudity and sex received very low ratings. Drug use did the most to drive Starfields' ratings, with its, with its depiction being classified as high impact. Starfield's rating stronger than Fallout 4, which received an MA15 rating for its violence when it was released back in 2015. Uh, Bethesda RPG has been known for their explicit content, including featuring a fictional drug called Jet that your character can get addicted to in-game. This is the strongest rating to date, though, offering a hint of what to expect when it's eventually released later this year. I didn't know Starfield was cool like that. Yeah, dude. They be doing yeah, drugs. It's a cool day. video game. They got drug use? <laughs> There's drugs in space, man. What kind of drugs they got in space, Tim? They got fucking moon rocks. They got, oh, moon rocks. Oh, yes. Yeah, you want on moon rocks? moon rocks, Blast? Damn, that's crazy. Death sticks? <laughs> death, death sticks? Oh, Bro, yeah. I'm not spoiling anything that has death in the you title. Wanna, you want to do some of death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank I'm good you, thank you for that, Barrett. Just give me some moon rocks. <laughs> or give me a cigarette, I guess. I don't know. That's not, Cigarettes are, are actually not good for your health. Give me the moon weed. Moon weed. Yeah. Wow. Moon I mean, weed's not any better. That's still smoke that you're inhaling into your system. Yeah, but it's got to be healthy. But it comes bigger. from the moon, Barrett. Weren't you listening? <laughs> it grows like that, right? It's not like cigarettes that have all these chemicals and Ugh. additives. Yeah. Dylan Additive. Buck says moon rocks is a euphemism for pure MDMA. 
<laughs> I did not know that. Um, anyway, this is a. I like this news story because it's interesting of people putting things together of like, well, Fallout 4 had this rating and it had Jet. Yeah. So this means that we got even more hardcore shit now, baby. I think Fallout 4, so uh, I think Fallout before that even had Jet, but it used to be named something else because I believe it was like an actual drug. Like if I type in Fallout Jet Original here in Google, uh, oh, Jet is highly addictive. It's a oh highly addictive form of meth- methamphetamine, uh, commonly found throughout the wasteland. I can't find the answer. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, no, like people people in Jet are saying meth. I don't think that's the case. We have a bunch of druggies in the chat. Everybody, be yeah. careful out there in chat. Okay. Yeah, if you're a druggie in chat, help me out. What was Jet originally? If it had an original thing. But yeah, like I mean, I, for me, the 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 thing that what sticks out here is the fact that okay cool it's a bethesda game like yeah starfield has an has a drug you can use just like fallout did just like i'm sure skyrim had magic drugs yeah (laughs) they just replace it with magic but you consumed and you got addicted he said um more medx is what i was thinking of thank you medx was morphine i appreciate that that's what i was thinking of Onimus Prime says, space drug withdrawal is about to be out of this world. Story number four, uh, three former Blizzard leads have set up a new AAA studio. This comes from Chris Scullion at VGC. Three former Blizzard leads have formed a new AAA studio, Magic Soup Games. Uh, Jen O'Neill, Jay Allen Brack, and John Donham each had senior roles at Blizzard. Shout out to Jen. Jen looking, or used to be the, yeah. the lead of uh, Vicarious Visions, R.I. motherfucking P. Um among other studios over the course of their careers. In a statement, the trio said that Magic Soup will see them drawing on decades of experience to build original AAA games that are genuinely uplifting and inclusive for players around the world. O'Neill, who's the studio CEO, said, uh, Jay, John, and I have similar ideas about the types of games you want to make, and we're tightly aligned on company goals and principles, so this was a natural fit for us. We know the quality of our games uh, will be a reflection of our team culture, and we're doing the work up front to make sure we're fostering creativity, fully remote collaboration, and a diversity of backgrounds. Get fucked, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> uh, between them, the trio have worked on and led to uh, the teams behind such franchises as World of Warcraft, Tony Hawk's fucking pro skater, uh, Evercrest, Diablo, and Skylanders. Uh, Brack was president of Blizzard until it was announced in August 2021 that he would be leaving the company to pursue new new opportunities. Uh, He was one of the few Activision Blizzard employees referred to by name in a 2021 lawsuit by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which accused the company's HR... Companies, HR personnel, and executives, including Brack, of failing to handle sexual harassment and discrimination against female employees. Brack was replaced by O'Neill and Mikey Barra, who were appointed as the studio's co-leaders. But O'Neill then left just a couple of months later, claiming she was only offered equal play with her male counterpart, Ibarra, after giving her a resignation. It's a roller coaster. Wow. There's so a much lot, going on there. Yeah, a lot going, uh, going on here. When I was for originally reading this story th- this morning, yeah, I, I got to, like, the same part where it's, like, they started listening off. It was like, oh, Jen O'Neill. I was like, oh, cool. J. Allen Brack. I'm like, I know that name. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've read that name quite mm-hmm. a few times. Who's J. Allen Brack? And then, yeah, you get to the part where he was the president of the Blizzard that stepped down when, all lot, when a lot of the controversy was happening. And I tried to dig, and I couldn't find the details aside from, like, the idea that he was he was named in the in uh, in the whole thing but i couldn't find specifics in terms of what he did it might have been just he didn't do a good job of responding and handling uh, a lot of the stuff that was coming up in hr situations which is very unfortunate but yeah no it's very interesting to see that these three have gone off and spun off a new triple a studio it's like 
in that in the lineup of what we talk about when we see developers leave bigger studios to do their own thing, this one is is just a, such in such a very interesting scenario yeah. where one of those people was the president of Blizzard that these con- uh, left under this controversial uh, circumstance. I don't know how I feel. About and it. Jen leaving yeah. on the 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 other side of the same controversial situation. So yeah, it is interesting uh, that the the three of them would would team up. I I'm a huge Jen fan. And uh, the games that she's been leading and in charge of, and uh, we've interviewed her before, she's always been super great. So I'm excited for that. Obviously, very trepidatious about the involvement of uh, people named in that uh, lawsuit or situation. But exactly mm-hmm. like you were saying, like, I don't know what he did specifically. Exactly. Um, but let us know on you're wrong or anything if you guys have any insights into that. Um, story number five, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes with a fork and spoon. Pre-order bonus in Japan. Comes from Eddie Makuch at go. GameSpot. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes with a special pre-order bonus to Japan. It's not what anyone probably expected. As revealed by Wario64 on Twitter, pre-orders of the massively anticipated game from Amazon Japan come with a fork or a spoon or both. Uh, now, these aren't your average everyday forks and spoons. These are specially branded Legend of Zelda forks and spoons that you can use to eat anything your heart desires. They look nice, and they come with the words The Legend of Zelda on them, as well as associated Zelda imagery. You need to pre-order the collector's edition to get the fork and spoon, it seems. Pre-orders of the standard edition come with just the spoon, which is good if you like soup and oatmeal. Note that people... (laughs) Thank you, Eddie. This is great. Note that people in the U.S. can import this if you really want that spoon and slash or fork. Yo, this is the fucking funniest thing. Like, I'm so jealous. Japan doing this too. Like, it's not chopsticks. Like... This is weird. I mean, what was it trying to say? What is know? it trying to say? What happens in Tears of the Kingdom? The final boss is a spoon and fork. They got to fight. You've been cooking a lot in, in Breath of the Wild. You know, maybe we're getting a little more advanced. I don't remember any. I just remember the little yeah. like music played. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're good. You have a meal. Now, when you eat your food, you're like with a spoon and fork. You're just yeah. Going off. So many, Jordan Deeb, I believe, in chat was like dot, 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 no knife. And that's where I'm at is I would gladly replace the spoon with the knife. Give me the fork and knife. I'm not a, I'm not You're a soup eater. You're just an eater. anti-spoon guy? Yeah. I'm not a soup eater like that. What about, and I barely what about oatmeal? Cereal. I, I rarely eat oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not using like, I'm not using a spoon like that. Fork and knife I'm using all the time. Eat my rice. You know, knife in right hand, fork in left hand. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of good cutlery behavior when I, I was in middle school. When yeah, I, I feel school. that. I, you know, I got to confess something to you. What's that? kind of have an anti-knife agenda you're crazy you're you know crazy I mean? that's crazy I, i'm more of a i like to take my my fork no you're a pervert no why you're no. wasting so much time and effort i know but it feels good the knife has like the the, the, the grooves the ridges mm-hmm. i don't like the amount of time it takes me to have to do the switching why wait why are you switching i don't know like you're switching hands i don't know bless just eat with your left hand i don't ask questions no fuck that it's so easy. This one has the power. Because, like, it's all my... When you're eating like, rice... You use the power to cut. You don't then need, I need yeah. to switch. And also, what do you need power for to fucking feed yourself, Tim? To cut... Punching yourself in the face? Cutting the food. With the, your food? The cutting knife the is doing all the work is the thing, right? Uh-huh. Like, the only thing that your left hand is doing with a fork, to your mouth, to the plate. To the mouth, to the plate. Uh, the knife like is organizing the food. The knife is cutting up the food. Mm-hmm. The knife is doing all the work in your right hand. All your left hand has to do is this. But that's the thing is like I have really good aim with my right hand. Look at this. Watch, guys. Straight to my mouth. Straight Are you afraid you're gonna stab yourself in the mouth? And then with my left <laughs> hand, it's like it's all over the place, and I'm like, that's because you, know, you gotta. Like, that's because you gotta train it. Just you gotta practice. Busted my eye. It's not you know? gonna take that long. It took me 
maybe a few weeks to adjust. You say that. You say I was, that. I was an eating machine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never had a problem eating. I've always got it done. Yeah, but you can be better at it. Yeah. That's the thing is, yeah, it can be better. It's good. <laughs> well, I forget the one, one. be better. There you go. There you go. The one, one room in eight, one, uh, 1984. I am jealous of this pre-order bonus. And, like, here's the thing. The, the standard edition of just getting the spoon, I actually don't care. I really just want the fork. And, like, I, I, I like, I, I. Here. Why the fork specifically? Because I'm going to use the fork. I'm not going to use the spoon. I'm not eating soup. Um, that, and then also, like, with Nintendo pre-order stuff, what? Usually you get, like, a fucking coin. Yeah, like you got the coin with Mario Odyssey. Yeah. You got the coin with fucking Smash Brothers. I, like I think the rest of it seems uh, pretty cool. Uh, you get like a what seems to be a pin set, and then uh, a nice little case for the the game, a poster, and the art book. That's why I got it because I mm. wanted that art book. Art book is cool. Yeah, yeah. give me a knife. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, get, I I wish I pre-ordered from Japan no so knives. I could get the fork and spoon. Do you think there's something? Do you think there's like some kind of like legality to you can't sell knives to children? Because it's a rated oh. E video game. But a fork is... No way. I don't... Because, like, here's the thing. Not, if they did have a knife, it's not going to be a steak knife. It'd be a butter knife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be your standard cutlery. It's not going to be... Freaking... Could you imagine, though, like, you open up your collection's edition and you have, like... It's a like, fucking master it's a sword. Fucking, it's like, why is there a machete in here? Who do they want me to attack with this thing? They think oh, I'm going after Oh, my Ganon. lord. God. I don't even... I don't know. I don't know. Um... Plus, mm -hmm. me happily using a knife seems impossible. Seems so I'm so, so disappointed in you. I feel like you would be one of the people in my life that would be real good with a fork and a knife. I'm not saying I'm bad at it. You're, you're saying you I'm don't, don't like it. Oh, like crazy. You're crazy. I just, I'm saying I don't like it. Maybe That's I will, though, training. one day. But that day, bless, is so far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mom and Grop Shops today, where the fuck would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every week I feel like we haven't done the right work as a people because the spork is a joke. Mm -hmm. Everyone, it's, it's a punchline. Yeah. But I feel like it's the right move forward. No, it's not. I feel Shut like we, the fuck up. Hear me out. Hear me out. Absolutely In its not. current iteration, it's useless. I mean, it's trying to innovate sporks. But mm -hmm. I think we can innovate. I think that the prongs need to be more fork-like. I think that the spork leans too much on the spool part right now and not enough on the orc part, okay? Mm -hmm. I need it to function more like a fork, but then also have the spoon. I want to be able to eat a soup with one utensil perfectly, okay? Uh, I want to be able to have... spin the nudes. I want to be able to get the broth in one nice, with, with having my left hand free. I don't think that's possible that you can have a more fork-like spork and then also drink soup with it. Because there's just going to be too many, like, too much space for the, the soup to fall out. But that's, that's not on me. That's on the scientists to figure out, Bless. But you're the one that's trying to innovate. The, I, the spork has... I'm just putting the idea out there. The spork has a function, and it's to be used for kids in elementary school. Look. To save resources. Because they want to give them both a fork and a knife and a spoon. Fair, fair. <laughs> a couple years ago, all right, mm -hmm. I... Changed the world, honestly, bless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Forbes of 30 and 30. Um, I did. And with that great power came great responsibility. And I showed the world that there was a better way to play with mouse and keyboard. And that is to play with mouse, no keyboard, controller. All right? I don't know if I would say that changed the world. Did you see? This week, a Kickstarter was announced. I've been posted oh, no. in this like a thousand times now. Someone out there, I think their name's Hex. Mm-hmm. 
they're making the controller of my dreams. Jesus they're doing Christ. it. This is about to be, this is about to take over the world. Everyone's going to be doing it. Mainstream, Times Square, in Japan subways, it's going to be this new form of control. Theater. So at the Shrine <laughs> Theater, <laughs> the live theater. in front of 7,000 people. But I feel like I can do that again for sports. Mm. Again, I, I don't have the answers. I just know what I want. I need, like, uh, please be excited, or whoever does the, um, like, whoever, whoever loves to do the Photoshops, right, in mm -hmm. our community, try and create Tim's patented spork and mm -hmm. then create the kickstarter page mm -hmm. see how see how that goes see how far that goes see if that's gonna get the support because i'm gonna tell you it's not i you don't have the stuff i, I do though i don't, you don't have I mean, you're right i have the ideas i just don't have the stuff i need someone Good out idea, there with the stuff man. i need somebody out there to give me a a mock-up of the ideal spork where i want it to be just give me a full spoon i want full spoon capabilities but then just add the prongs on it Oh, so you want a full spoon and a full fork? That's what I'm You're saying, crazy. dude. You're going to stab your mouth. No, <laughs> no. dude. No, because guess what? Bleed. I have more control because I'm only using my right hand, okay? You're crazy. I No, that's not going to work. Out today, Bayonetta wow. Origins, uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon on Switch, which is reviewing very, very well. Surprisingly well, yeah. Um, you going to play it? No. Neither. <laughs> WWE 2K23 on everything. Anthology of Fear on PC. Diablo 4 Early Access Weekend on everything. Um, Peppa Pig World Adventures on everything. The Guys on everything. Uh, the Treflick family on Switch. Uh, new dates for you. The next free Epic Game Store titles have been confirmed. These games will be free to claim for March 22nd to 30th. Chess Ultra and World of Warships Starter Pack. Um, if you use... Our Epic Creative Code kind of funny when you're getting the free games. It still helps us. We still get stuff from that. That's pretty damn cool. So many chats. War Machine chat says that that's how you scratch a uvula. <laughs> I've been trying to scratch my uvula for a while. Come on. Help Perfect. me, guys. I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We got a deal of the day we got for a, the people. Oh, yeah. We do have a deal of the day yeah, for the people. Steam Deck is 10% off until March 23rd. So if you're interested in the Steam Deck, go now. Get one. It is your time. Be merry. Um, you can write in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to squad up with the best friends out there, just like Michael Restive did. He, he wrote in a question and gets a squad yeah. up. Double whammy today. He's playing Destiny 2. Um, the PSN is Restive Thought. R-E-S-T-I-V-E-T-H-O-U-G-H-T. -E um, Restive Return on Bungie. I'm really looking for a Destiny 2 clan that's act that actually wants to get those weekly engrams. I'm a 32-year-old, pretty decent player, sitting around uh, 1,811 in power right now on my Warlock, just trying to play with some good dudes and maybe even do a raid or two. Hello. Go help Michael go. out. I love that this read like a dating profile for a sec. It did, I'm a 32-year-old, yeah. pretty decent player. I th Sitting <laughs> around 1811, I thought he was going to be like, I'm 5'11". You know, I'm 5'11", I'm <laughs> you know, but yeah, some days I'm 5'10", and I love playing with, <laughs> with some good dudes. I love it. Love it so much. Um, yeah, go play with Michael. Uh, rest of thought on PSN. Rest of return on Bungie. Um... Let's go to you're wrong. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and let us know what we get wrong as we screw it up live. Um, I appreciate this. Nano said, Bless said, uh, knives have had grooves, but it's called serration. 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 Um, Charles Jacobson says, a new Super Meat Boy game has been announced. It's a match for puzzler called Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. <laughs> Wow, okay. And uh, it's real. 
That's from the oh, PlayStation, on the PlayStation blog. blog. Wow. So, uh, yeah. That I the way I immediately assumed it was a mobile game. Um, Charles Jacobson says uh, Leon and Claire have dropped into Fortnite. We talked about this being a rumor a couple weeks ago, and now it's real. Um, Marley of War says RE4 remakes also on last gen. During the review, Tim said it was next gen only. Is that true? Wait, I thought it was next gen only. Sorry, I was looking at uh, Doctor Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. Uh, what was the what, what, is what was Resident it? Evil Four remake on last gen? No, I don't think it is. Is it? I'm 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 checking. The, you're wrong here. It is. Yeah. It's on oh, everything. for PS4, not Xbox One. Whoa, really? That's bizarre. That's very strange. Hmm. No Xbox One. Okay. There you go. Um, and then. Nano says, uh, Tim wants a splad, S-P-L-A-Y-D, a.k.a. a spoon, knife, and fork combination. Now, remember, Nano, before I even look at this, I'm going to say you're wrong because I have an anti-knife agenda. So yeah, I don't know that I could possibly want. What the fuck? I don't understand. No, I'm looking at this, and I'm not liking it. Uh, describe it for us. What does it look like? It just looks like a fucking spork. Like, that doesn't sound like what I want. See, whatsoever. that's that's what I thought you wanted. 